With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out. Because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the ABV Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Pierce. Chuck P. Chuck Pierce. Chuck P. Charles Pierce. Chuck P. Whichever one you prefer, here I am. That is me. Appreciate you guys tuning into the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify as well. Also, follow us on Facebook. We're going to have an Instagram page coming up pretty soon, so be on the lookout for that. Also, we've got merch, man. We've got merchandise that you can buy and show your love for the ABV podcast. You can look up all of our products on TeePublic. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got four T-shirt designs for you to choose from. If you type in TeePublic.com slash user slash upsets apparel, you can find the four shirts. You can go ahead and uh, choose whichever one you like or buy all four. That would be pretty awesome if you did that. And uh, show your love for the ABV podcast. We would definitely appreciate it. We are sitting out on the patio at the Tin Roof Brewing Company here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We are drinking some beers, discussing some beers, ragging on CEO Jacob Talley whenever we get a chance to. He makes it easy for us. Right now at the table, I've got Taylor Calandro from Calandro Supermarket over there on Perkins and Segan. That's his main hub. He's normally at both stores, but mostly he's at Perkins and Segan. Taylor, what is happening, sir? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, sir. I need to like maybe work you in as a maybe a permanent co-host. I could do that. I'll let I, I'd work with your schedule, man. I don't really have much of a, of a schedule. <laughs> Uh, you like beer, you like whiskey, you like wine. So I mean, that's, making me sound like an alcoholic. Well, I mean, we're all alcoholics. It's, it's, it, it, we are in South Louisiana, so yeah, this is how we celebrate. I've no, also not really an alcoholic. No, no, no. We just like to we like we like to drink good things. I mean, it's not it's not that bad. I also have Zach and Brandon with me here from Tiger Tavern out in Prairieville, Louisiana, a craft beer mecca in Ascension Parish. If you haven't been out to Tiger Tavern, trust me, if you're a craft beer lover, if you're a daiquiri lover, go by there, check these guys out. They have a drive-thru that you can get drive-thru daiquiris, you can get drive-thru crawlers of beer. It's amazing. Zach, Brandon, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it, man. My name is Zach, and I like to party. That's it. <laughs> you need, that, that should be a shirt that you should sell at Tiger Tavern. That's actually I will. a good idea. Yeah. My name is Zach, and I like to party. Yeah. And like a picture of you, just like the goofiest picture you can think of to put mm-hmm. on the shirt. I got some I will from buy- Afghanistan that are pretty funny. Dude, I will buy them and wear them proudly <laughs> in any color you pick. Zach, Zach hooked me up, man. Zach took care of me. Not this past year, but the year before last, I decided to celebrate my birthday at Tiger Tavern. 
called up Jay to Cody and said, hey, man, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to Tiger Tavern. I'm going to drink a bunch of beer. Jay got an Uber to drive him out there because he lives in Baton Rouge. And we proceeded to drink a lot of beer. Zach, for, for my birthday, gave me a Tiger Tavern T-shirt and gave me a, a couple crowds of beer. And we sat there all night and just had a grand old time, dude. That was awesome. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's a good spot. We, we enjoy it. All our employees, it's it's like a family over there, our customer yeah, base. It's, it's a family. We do a lot of live music. You know, it's a good time. Everybody's married, you know. It's, it's an older crowd. You don't have, yeah, man, any trouble. Exactly. You know? I've, I've never. The thing is, nobody's going to spend, you know, eight to fifteen dollars on a twelve ounce pour of a beer to go over there and start trouble. You exactly. know what I mean, dude? I like going over there and just getting a bunch of flights and just sitting yeah. at the bar and just like trying some stuff that I haven't had before, or even stuff that I like. Especially the higher uh, ABV out, uh, beers, like, you know, from 11 to, like, 13%. Yeah, get a few flights of those. And that's what I did that night. I drank a bunch of flights. I didn't drink any pints or anything. Flights, man, they crush me. Dude, it was, yeah, it was I'll fun. be It'll drooling out the side oh, of my yeah. face in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I think that's what I was doing that night. You when know I what I'm saying? I'm only five foot seven and a half. You know you're short when you add that half inch. <laughs> you put the half five, in seven there. and a half, but yeah, I'm I damn mean, near uh, 200 pounds. When I start leaning, I'm heavy to catch <laughs> dead weight every half inch counts with yeah every half i love it speaking of half inch jacob tally ceo from tin roof has just joined yeah. <laughs> he's not important uh, he's not important yeah. he's like what the hell happened what's what's going on thank you sir for letting us uh take over the patio of and do the podcast jacob's my favorite other bald guy kind he's, of bald yeah well, well you know partially partially I always say, like, I haven't, I haven't lost any hair. Like, let's, let's get that straight. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just migrated elsewhere. That's it. This is true. Yeah, this is true. You, you are a very hairy man. He's like, hairy everywhere but the top of his head. Yeah, it's like Austin Powers. Well, but I'm, I'm, manscaped, I'm manscaped regularly. All right, we're not, we're not hey, starting what? We're not starting what? already on the wrong foot. Well, like, bash on Jacob. Three beers now. in, he's already talking yeah. about manscaping there on the go. radio. All right, well, we've got beers already poured. So I'm gonna Thank let, you, Chuck. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> you're welcome, sir. I'm going to let uh, Taylor tell us what we have here. So we have from Hill Farmstead Brewery in Greensboro Bend, I think. Vermont. Um, it's called Flora, but uh, it's a series they do. It's it's a um, it's it's described as a farmstead wheat ale aged in oak barrels with mixed fruit or whatever. This one has um, cherry, raspberry, and kiwi in it. Okay. A lot of what um, Hill Farmstead does is funky. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I do. This is really good. Yeah, um, Hill nice. Farmstead is. Yeah. Probably the most beautiful brewery I've ever been to in the middle of nowhere in Vermont. Wow, okay. It is literally in the middle of nowhere, like dirt roads. Man, that's good. That dries your mouth out. Yeah. So it stays would, there. I would assume this isn't available here in Louisiana. Uh, no, this, okay. this, 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 very few of their beers leave the brewery as it is, but no, this is not available in Louisiana. Um, it's That's really awesome. hard to get. What's that farmhouse uh, Great Wrath put out? It was raspberry last year. What was that one? Farmhouse. Well, was farm. it one of the sips? No, no, no. Great Raft. Oh, Great Raft. Um, farmhouse slang? No. Was it, it you, was me, a, and everyone we know? Yes. Oh, you, no. me, and it, it was a raspberry last they year. They did a raspberry? I thought they did a blackberry. Was it a blackberry? Think, they yeah, did do a blackberry. Blackberry. Might have been that's that very good. It's, it's, That's it's, what it was. It's, 
That's what it reminds me of. But yeah, Hill Farmstead. This is good, man. Super. Yeah, it's really good. Super secluded. No cell phone service. Awesome brewery. Sean Hill, the guy that owns and brews the the beer there. Um, his family owned the farmland, and that's why it's called Hill Farmstead, Sean Hill. But he almost annually wins best brewer in the country. Yeah, oh, wow. Just the, the stuff he does is. I love the funk so. to it, man. That's me. If it, if I can get an, an eighth a, of bud yeah, and chew on it, that's what I want to do. <laughs> there you go. I, I wanted that danky in my mouth. Dude, I, I was when I first was getting into craft beer. I was not really a big fan of sours, and I slowly worked my way into it. And I got to the point where it was like, I can't get it sour enough. Like I want that pucker. I yeah. want that like. Ooh. I was the same right. way. I mean, it's. I think it's kind of an acquired taste. Yeah, some people just fall in love with it immediately, but I, for me, it was a, an acquired taste too. So. Yeah, there's no middle ground in that. Like you either love sours or you hate sours. Well, I hated them, and I just tried some really, really good ones from some of my friends. Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, maybe I can drink these. And now that's what I prefer. Yeah, by uh, far. They, they do give me heartburn, but yeah. I just fight through it. Yeah, whatever. I take Omeprazole. I'm old dog. <laughs> Daily dose. Dude, I, Acid reflux I, gone. I, I live on Zantac, so uh, yeah. every day of my life. I'm telling you, heartburn will fuck my whole day up. Dude, oh, yeah. it's not heartburn ain't, ain't fun no. at all. Acid reflux. Mm. We've we got an extra member at the table right now. Nick, head brewmaster here over at Tin Roof. Nick, thank you for joining us, man. What's happening, dude? What's going What's on, going? sir? Good. Uh, great job on the haze melee. Oh, really delicious. Very good. Touche, man. Touche. We had that on a previous episode, and it was delicious. Uh, I just gave you some of this uh, that we're drinking right now. What did you think of it? Man, uh, like, first off, like, just smelling it. Um, smell like candy. Like, yeah. Smell like sugar. Smell like like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and flavor, flavor backed it up completely. Like sometimes you get those beers that have like this chasm or this distance between like aroma and flavor. And yeah. Meets it right there. It's pretty cool. It's delicious, man. I love this. It's 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 amazing how much I, I've come to love sours over the over the years. Like I said, like I didn't care for them at first. I think the first one that I had that I really liked it was the Duchess. The Duchess. Yeah, uh, the Duchess of the Morn. Yeah, I had that at Pel- at the Pelican House one night. It's like a five hundred year old beer. I don't know. It's, it's really old. <laughs> yeah, it's just a really good. It's been around, yeah. Like representation of the style, like that Flemish sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot who the bartender was at the time that was working there, but he was like, dude, this will change your mind about sours. And I got it. I was like, whoa, this is ridiculously good. Like, I don't know what – apparently I was drinking the wrong sours before that. And then after that, it just it grew into like I need I need to be me. I need that pucker factor to be like – Yeah. Like my anus. Like the pucker. <laughs> like my That's right. I went there. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Well, it's been – it's just over the past couple of years that I've been in the state and that I've been bartending like at Ten Ruben at Tiger Tavern, it's been neat to see like the taste change over two years. I mean, because two years ago, I mean, here at Tin Roof, we couldn't we couldn't give away, we couldn't force like Uber fruit down somebody's throat. But I mean, then just to have like Nick come in and just try some stuff out, and then just watch taste change to now that it's a flagship. I had Uber fruit the other night, actually. Yeah. The, the the Louisiana palate is finally catching up to the rest of the country. Yeah. Louisiana's last for everything. So this is true. Um, but the trends and in, in beer and alcohol in general have 
pretty much caught up here. I mean, we're always a little behind and stuff, but the sours definitely. I've seen an explosion of sours in retail. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of people want to drink. The, uh, Berliners, sours. Um, but, the, I mean, like, like, like women like them too. So, yeah. Um, and, and women don't like necessarily big, big beers, but you can get a light little sour that, that, that women enjoy. And I think people are kind of realizing that. Yeah, just tart enough for them to, like, yeah. appreciate it. Champagne-y almost. Yeah, yeah. Nick, you, uh, you're a big fan of sours? I did sours. I mean, that's kind of the school, like, growing up. Okay. Like, learning how to grow. I'm excited about them. We're doing them a certain way here. Um, yeah. Like, very controlled. Fun to explore. Well, doing doing sours, you have to have a, a controlled environment to do that, correct? Yeah, I mean, there. I think there's a couple schools of thought on that. Like, I mean, there's people that race the wild, you know, catch yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of people that like embrace the wild, and then there's some people or some breweries that because of you know their poor brands, uh -huh. like. Which is what we do here. Yeah. Um, we, we have house sour kind of thing going on. And we are able to produce um, clean versions of that. For, yeah. So. Nice. Is, is there a style of beer that you guys haven't done yet here at Tin Roof that you would really like to get into and like eventually brew here? Yeah, there's a couple ideas in the in, in, in the Whitlaw's right now. Um, we're looking at um, uh, we're in the headspace of collaborations with a couple of breweries mm -hmm. on on doing sour IPAs, sour double IPAs, and, and then kind of more long-term uh, sour ferments. Nice. That would be cool. Man. I'm looking forward to that. So. So I think the consensus on this one is uh, we all like it. <laughs> this yes. is delicious. I wish this could uh, be available here all the time because I would definitely buy a lot of it. I, I, I've, <laughs> I've had a few of the different uh, expressions of this beer because, like I said, they do they, they, they have a base floor, but then they do they do all kinds of fruit and stuff with it too, and they've all been there's there there's only been like one beer from that brewery that I've not liked. I mean, everything I've had. That is just incredible. So, mm, yeah, a really good job. Guy knows sour. what he's doing. It's it's, a, it's the, if you ever get a chance to go up to BFE Vermont, that <laughs> it is a destination. Brewery. It's awesome. So. Sweet. All right, let's move on to another beer. Uh, Zach, you want to open up that crawler? Yeah. What is it? It's a blackberry cream pop. It's uh -huh. a double IPA from uh, Decadent Brewing in New York. It's eight point six. It seems like everything they're doing is like some type of milkshake yep. type of IPA. Because I've gotten like quite a few cans from Calandros, yep. like toasted marshmallow and some other ones. But yeah, they do a lot of the fruited IPAs with lactose and marshmallows and stuff like that. This is my first one I've had from them. Actually, I, I, I sell it, but I've never tried any of them. So you know what, man? I was when we when we got two kegs in. At a at the tavern, I was a little nervous about it just because I was like, I don't know how people are going to take to them, and we blew through this keg like crazy, and then there's another one that's just sitting on its last legs. So I mean, people are liking it; they're really liking the fruited IPA stuff. 
Taylor, if you had to try everything that you have in that store, probably dead. <laughs> People ask me all the time, have I tried this? Have I tried that? Have I tried this? I'm like, I, 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 well, I don't really trade as much as I used to, but I barely drink anything from Calandros. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll bring home a six-pack of juice for every night. I'll bring home a, a special release from Tin Roof. But I, mostly what I bring home is local stuff to just drink daily. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't buy it. I steal it. <laughs> <laughs> just walks in the, walks in the cold room and just takes it. He debos everything. <laughs> yeah. That's my grandmama's chain gave it to me. <laughs> Yeah, I would think it would be hard for like everyone that comes in there and is like grabbing a beer and like, hey man, what does this taste like? Oh, dude, like, it's more than beer though. I mean, oh I yeah, whiskeys, wines, yeah. beer available in the, under the sun in Louisiana, and every wine that you could possibly ever want in your life. Yeah, like yeah, I can't. It's it's so hard to try everything. I wish I could. Well, yeah, of course. And it, and to try it and to remember what it tastes like is even harder. So, have you uh have you tried the Maker's Select? That you uh, that was bottled for you guys. I went to Maker's Market, did that. Oh, you did? Okay. So uh, you didn't. Yes, we, you uh, so so that experience. That's a cool deal. We 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 do a lot of barrel picks, um, single barrel pick whiskeys, and uh, we've, we've done a rum. The Maker's experience was way different than everything else. So what so what they do is you get regular Maker's cash drink. That's six years old or whatever, standard maker's cash drink. Um, you select the sta- different staves that go into the barrel for an additional nine weeks on top of that maker's cash drink. Um, so they they have five different staves, I think. Uh, mocha, French. There was a bunch of different ones. I, I can't name them. Uh, American Oak. But anyway, yeah. they all have different flavor profiles. You... you blend juice that's aged on those staves and come up with a formula that you like. And when you come up with that formula, you get the staves together and they throw the cash drink in the barrel and you age it for nine weeks. Wow. Really cool experience and I, I think we're going to do it again soon. But um, yeah, it was, it was totally different. It's, it was more of a chemistry type thing than anything when it, it, when it comes to picket barrels. Yeah, to get that balance right. Yeah. I haven't opened my bottle yet. I bought one. Man, we've been getting really good reviews back on it. Um, it came out really, really well. And it took us a while to come up with the blend that we did. Um, me, me and my dad went. Um, it's a tough job. Dra- traveling to Louisville and it's good. And <laughs> Sounds horrible. <same laughs> it's like so bad. That's the, Literally, that's one of my favorite things we do as a company is we go to Louisville a couple of times a year to select barrels. So. Have you, you ever done the, the, was it the Whiskey Trail they have over there in Kentucky? No. Usually when we go, it's the sun, we go with the Suntory people, Suntory own, um, Jim Beam, uh, Maker's Mark, and a bunch of other distilleries. But those are the main two in Kentucky that we yeah. deal with. Um, so we go pick out Knob Creek, single barrel, Knob um, Creek Rye, single barrel, stuff like that. Um, and this past time with the Maker's Mark. So when we're with the Suntory people and they're whining and dining us, we can't really request them to go to, say, Buffalo Trace or Wild Turkey. Yeah. That's not their uh, distillery. So. Okay. Exactly. 
That'd be that'd be a cool trip. Man. Oh man, that'd be the, fun. The couple that we go to, it's awesome. Yeah. And I, I want to do the full bourbon trail. It's like a playground for men. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, whiskey, man. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. It's awesome. And, and Louisville itself is a cool little town to go to. Not really a town, a cool city to go to. There's tons of good restaurants to eat at. Yeah. Stuff to do, and it's, it's, it's cool. Well, let's get to this IPA. Brandon, remind me, uh, it's, a, it's a double IPA, you said? Yeah, double IPA, 8.6%. It's called Blackberry Cream Pop. Where's this from again? Uh, Decadent Brewing out of New York. This is fantastic. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, I mean, those four cans that you guys have at Calandros right now, like all four of those were, I did one each night and they were just all fantastic. I, I, I just got wow. a mango one too, a mango coconut. Yeah, we have mango coconut on right now and it's maybe has like a couple pours left out of the whole keg. Yeah, nice. This is really good. And, and, and I, I was fucking killer. Like, yeah. Mm, <laughs> smells like whole fruit off the nose. Yeah. And you get the like the marshmallow kind of campfirey yep. thing in it too. And I ordered that right before I left. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you have this at the store. I do. I, I have like <laughs> I have five different ones. Actually, I think I have six different ones from Dayton. Six right now. now. When, when I read the too. profiles on those beers, oh, I ordered two two kegs of each one, and I figured they'd last like at least a week per keg. But they the, the, they've been flying through. The only problem I see with them is they they are a little pricey. So yeah, um, I mean, man. But hey, it's it's if you like craft beer, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? You pay 20, what you you $22 pay two dollars for a four pack, but you pay twenty two dollars for a four pack of sixteen ounce cans at any special release yeah. Yeah. any brewery oh, yeah. you ever go to. Exactly. No, it's, it's easy. Yeah. But yeah. you kind of get sticker shock when you actually see it on the shelf at twenty one ninety nine. Yeah. Mm. But you'll go to a brewery and you'll spend More sixty-six dollars on yeah. three four packs. But let's be honest, there might be what fifteen places you can pick this beer up at. In, oh yeah, in, in Baton Rouge, in, Baton Rouge, in a Century Parish, few, maybe. Yeah, they uh, they didn't send a whole lot. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so right. you pay what you get for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. allocation. I'm glad I tasted this, and I'm, it is fantastic. It is I'm, awesome. I'm, I've been wanting to try them. The burp even tastes good. <laughs> I want to suck it back in. Yeah, I think the, the mango coconut's 9.3%. Is it? Yeah, what, it's up there. What is the percent of this? This is 8.6, which you don't, don't taste drink that well. Yeah, no, I was about to say, it doesn't drink all. like it's no. 8.6. I could hurt myself on this. Easily. As that pours me more. Nick's looking empty over there. Make sure Nick's taken care of. <laughs> solid, man. I'm solid. You're good, All right, bro. Good. Get a shotgun the rest of that, Nick. Uh, to the face. No, no, I fucking, I, I dig it, but, man, I, I'm, I'm like. If I was going to commit suicide, I'd do it the coolest way. Coming out. We have shotgun to the dick. Yeah. My palate's, <laughs> my, my palate's focused right now. Gotcha. What? So when you're when you're not drinking tin roof beers, like what's what's your go to like when you're just like at home, kick back, like what do you what do you drink when you're at home? Ginger tea, man. A ginger tea, Seriously. like no beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, old German. What's that? What's that? Uh, yeah, old old German, like that's like go to like chase the whiskey shots with, with there you my go. friends kind of thing. But uh, no, lately it's it's life for winners. Like okay. Really light. Nice. Um, you know, oh, that's I, cool. I, 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 
and I, I'm seriously drinking like a small amount of this. Um, just because what I'm just because again like what I'm focused on producing it are like highly hot and pretty hard so yeah like, oh, let's cut it so that's true yeah whiskey and <laughs> Berliner Rices that's my go-to right now it's a good combination <laughs> I like Nick it Nick and I like we're, we're like judges over here how, how sober we are sometimes <laughs> sometimes can I get a job <laughs> I'd be awesome What's sitting over there in that glass that hasn't been drank yet that you brought to the That's table? Not, oh, shit. Uh, Is that the Haze uh, yeah, Melee? Yeah, Okay. And again, touche on that beer. Yeah, dude, that's, awesome, a, that's dude. a good beer. The color yeah, on it's yeah. great. Get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Get dude, me in trouble, dude. That's I mean, I know you're, prob- you're probably going to tweak day. that. Yeah. You know, it, it's, like it's, it. a, it's a fluid kind of thing. You know, I, I think Melee right, right now is... For the, at least close to how hard has that been for uh, get hops the hops that you need for the beers that you want to brew? Luckily, we've got enough like uh, longevity with these hop growers and brokers that we can we kind of get what we ask for. But yeah. With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out. Because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Oh, yeah. We some, yeah, we get some leeway. We get some, like, info on, like, you know, what's, what's coming out with, with oil content. Like Are certain hops easier to get than other hops? Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah, there's always Just, popular hops. Yeah. There's also the classics that seem to have a yeah. yeah. We still get laughed at whenever we request stuff like Galaxy or New Zealand hops that are really hot right now. But, but we're, we're, we're I love Galaxy like hops, of, man. Oh, Galaxy are great, but we, $25 a pound, is, it'll, it'll hurt. Yeah. yeah. We also get laughed at, you know, like, I mean, we, on, on, on hops that we use that aren't, aren't necessarily Hollywood hops, um, you know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm talking like whenever we whenever we go to to the hop provider and we're like, hey, uh, Yakima Chief, we we'd like some uh, some Galaxy, and they're like, yeah, yeah. So does every other brewery. Yeah, but get a line, pal. Luckily, like we we've got a lot of uh, Citra. Like there's some things that other breweries aren't able to get their hands on very yeah. easily. We've got Citra's a huge hop right now. Yeah, I love Citra hops, man. Boxes of Citra, you know, or so. At, our disposal if we give So if anybody's listening that owns a brewery, um, <laughs> citra. come rob Tin Roof. Yeah. No, no, it's not all here. Yeah. No, it's sitting in, in Oregon still. It's right. in an undisclosed location. Washington, in Oregon. rather. 
But yeah, uh, Nick Nick uh, was kind of alluding to some of the things that we use that are not like the the Hollywood hops, like you know Centennial and Amarillo. Yeah, mm -hmm. those kind of those kind of uh, hops generic that, hops. Yeah, well, well just, the older school no, hops. Sure. That, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely, and, and things that have There's, like that, like they're not the glamorous hops right now. Like, yeah, exactly. It's not that buzzword uh, yeah. hop that exactly. the year. It's not not red carpet hop. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, Hollywood, Hollywood hops. So after uh, after the collaboration with Gnarly Barley that you guys did last year, the Lion Up, which. Uh, by the way, Nick, in case you didn't, you can't. The you just, Liger. The, the Liger, I'm sorry, not the lineup. The yeah. lineup. I, I got yeah. you, Nick. Let me catch myself. Hey, I Look, got you, Nick. Nick got me, that was good. Nick Nick was on it. Well, well lineup is. Lineup's their Southeastern yeah. uh, beer. So the the Liger was the collaboration for the LSU Southeastern game. What's up, Dean? So I was still in the same vein. But, by the way, Nick, I don't know if you knew, but that was my idea to come up with that collaboration. Oh, no, sure. Right. Jacob probably won't tell you that, but I that, heard it here first. That was my collaboration. Mm. Uh, you guys plan on doing, and you, and you don't have to say what the collaboration is or if that is in the air. But do you see yourselves doing another collaboration with a local brewery here in the state? Uh, yeah, I mean we're actively involved with that. We, we have uh, six barrels fermenting at Harlow right now. Nice, uh, Jacob and I went down there. So Eric, Eric and Chuck, Dan Harlow and I brewed basically basically a base of, of Pilsen wheat work. Um, put it in, put it in, you know, for uh, I'm sorry, put it in barrels with with Quebec and and some some Flemish ones, and then. Yeah, we're we're trying to get active with with around here. Yeah, is it is there a certain local brewery you'd like to do a collaboration with? Locally? Yeah. Um. Man, locally, I, I'm hoping that more breweries open up locally. There's only like some crap here. Yeah. It, it it'd be cool to you know, do something with them. I promise you that. See, but you come from a market that is, yeah, everybody thinks that Louisiana is a saturated beer market. And it's not. As far as, <laughs> uh, as, far as breweries per capita, and it's not even close. Yeah. If you go to other parts of the country, there are a billion breweries within a 10-mile radius. Yeah. Austin. Austin. I don't know how many, how many people are in that Rouge, but there's two breweries in that Rouge. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's one, another one opening uh, Rally Cap. Yeah, Rally, Rally Cap should be opening pretty soon. I think there's one or two two more that are opening up fairly soon. There's guys out there in the brewery. Oh, yeah, Gilla Brewing Company. They're going to be opening, I think, uh, their taproom their brewery this summer. I know they signed the lease and everything on that, so... And they're they're doing some really good beers. I did a. They got really good beers. Yeah, I did an episode uh, with Derek and his crew a while back and sampled some of their beers. And man, they're doing some really good stuff over there. And they're like maybe a mile from where my bar. Yeah, yeah, is. they're right yeah. down the road yeah. from you guys over at Tiger Tavern. So that that's gonna be cool to have that in Ascension Parish, two spots where you Dude, can I'm ready for it, man. Yeah. We need it out there. That's gonna be killer, and it's good to see that. But I mean, Tin Roof was 
was the only game in town for a while, and now and in Southern Craft Open, and now we have Rally Cap and a couple others. And I mean, I mean, that's the competition is only going to be good for everybody because that means you know everybody's going to want to step their game up and make sure, like, hey, we're putting out good beers, and, and like, like you said, Nick, like a couple more breweries open up here in Baton Rouge that maybe you guys can work with and like do a collaboration down the road or whatever. It only helps the craft beer community here locally to have more options to to have craft beer. I mean, when I was in Portland, like there's literally a brewery on every corner. Yes. And it like it could be like a little rundown shack, but they've got yeah. six beers on tap and it's six it's six beers that like are some of the most amazing beers you've had anywhere. So it, it's good to see that the, the craft beer growth here in Baton Rouge and the surrounding area is It's, it's still is got happening. a long way to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, um, I think, like, on the surface, like, like people doing collaborations, like, I, I, don't, I don't know how, how much of that was going on years ago, but it seems like a lot more of that is going on now with, with all of the breweries, like, kind of collaborating. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree, yeah. That... <laughs> Building a community, I man. I grew up in Southern California and then lived in Oregon for seven years. Uh, like, in, in these you beer towns, and these, these beer towns kind of help each other with, with, yeah. like, with materials, ingredients, process knowledge, distribution. And that's what makes, in, in my mind, like, growing up seeing that, like, that's, in my mind, Exactly. Yeah. No. So it's a it's a friendly. That'd be awesome. I mean, it's 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 it. I look at it like it's a friendly competition. Like everybody's like trying to make the best beer they can, but. To come together as a community and as a you know as a group to help each other to put Louisiana on the map, putting out good craft beer, I mean, it, it's a win-win for everybody. No, I I agree. I, just working up here in the in the tap room, the tin roof, like people will come in and they'll say like, oh, I know about Tiger Tavern, but it's so far out there. Yeah. And I was like, well, Gil is getting ready to open up down the street from us. And one guy came into the tavern the other day and he was just like, well, that's got that's competition for you. I was like, no, it's not. I was like, that's it's more of a destination now. People are going to be able to come out and they're going to go like, I'm going to go to Gila. I'm going to try out their beers. And then when we're done, we're going to go one mile north and we're going to check out some crazy craft beers from all over. Yeah, they're opening a distillery out there too. Yep. So, I mean, it's, I think it's good for everybody. Yeah, I couldn't be more wrong in assessment of a human being. That's bad for y'all. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Prairieville and, and uh, King's House. Uh, people have to drive. Uh, I mean, the majority of the craft customers that y'all have probably have to drive from that mentality. So, mm-hmm. if, if it gives them more options and there's more places out there, they're more likely to drive out. Right. People look at that like the total wrong way. So they, I mean, you've got people driving from New Orleans to come up here to come to Tin Roof to, to get beer. But the Calandros to buy stuff that they maybe can't find in New Orleans. And vice versa. you got people to drive from Baton Rouge to go down to Urban South and Port Orleans and Carlo and like all that stuff, you know, to try their beers. No, yeah. It's... Which People I mean, just look at it the wrong way sometimes. Yeah, well, that's a great stretch. You can go, you can go to Urban South, you can go to Nola. Uh, was the new one Meal? Yeah, Meal. Yeah, yeah, and then it's Port Orleans. Like, yeah. I mean, you can just hit them all right there. Yeah. 
And it'd be nice to have to, to like have that fat bridge where you can just like you know, make a trip and go to like four or five different spots right. and get some really good, good, good craft beer. And it's not like, man, they must be killing y'all down the street or something like that. No, man. It's like, yeah. uh, We yeah. encourage you to go and visit our local yeah. brewers. Yeah, a craft beer fan is going to go everywhere right. and get yeah. craft beer. If you make good beer, you, you will survive. Yeah. Yeah. Period. That's and what it comes down to. Always comes down to <laughs> the juice. Mm-hmm. What? Like the, the liquid. The liquid. The juice. The beer. Not so much like the, like the juice, like the. Like the like the no, no, not like the juice, like the beer itself. The beer itself. If it's good beer. It all comes down to the liquid that is in the glass or the can. And they'll ask me for for pointers and, and, and suggestions on what they're doing. And I'm like, man, y'all just gotta focus on the stuff that's actually added to the packaging. Packaging is only so much of Yeah. If the liquid is good, it will get around and people will oh, yeah. care about it and wanna buy it. There's a reason why there's been a good bit of uh, craft brewery closures around Louisiana. Yeah. The product just isn't good enough. If the, if the the public's not buying it, then I mean, you're doing something wrong. If, if your product is good, you're you're gonna survive. Yeah. Period. That's in any industry, but especially in brewing and distilling and everything. Mm-hmm. If you have good juice. This market specifically, what what is thriving right now is local beer. National breweries have taken a huge hit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they how they're doing all on like uh, at bars and stuff. Exactly. Um, and retail national breweries are try, it, it, What I find is being successful now is breweries that are being inventive and changing things up and doing things and keeping it fresh and these big national breweries that don't have I over double my sales between national and local yeah. breweries. It's like, all about keeping it fresh now. Yeah, it's it's handcrafted beer, man. It's it's where you show love into it. When you when you can show how much love you put into that beer because how it turned out, man, like that's what people want. I will pay five more dollars a, a pour just so I can taste it, man. Like I want to taste. It's like going to see a live band, man. I don't want to see a dude that does it for a job that plays at a different bar every single night. I want a dude that does this on the side, not because he needs the money, because he wants to put on the show, bro. Or even, I want to see the show. Even in, like, it's, I think it basically boils down to how passionate you are about, about what you do. Exactly. If you put that passion into the product, it's going to show. It's going to show the work, that, man. And they're going to appreciate it. It will. The well, work will show. It's like I said, like local breweries, smaller breweries have have a leg up on the bigger guys because they can't keep it fresh and change it up and do different things like that. Oh yeah. man, that's like, like good. Can come out with a beer and brew it and have it out in two, three weeks. So. Yeah, possibly. I'm going to dump this out before you want. Jake and I have done the same. 
Fish yeah. Fish. Yeah. 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 Constantly hitting. You want some rumpkin? No, not from three years ago. I, I just think Sorry, I just don't want to. Want the, the new shiny toy. They always oh, yeah. want the new shiny toy. Um, What's the fad? Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got a friend of mine who used to like constantly order beers. Like he'd order a trade with like people, and he would get me beers from like Alchemist and Trillium and Treehouse and all that stuff. And the last time I talked to him about like getting some Treehouse, he was like, "Dude, I haven't ordered anything in almost six months because the beer here locally is so good. I don't need to order." Oh well, yeah, especially oh, thank you, Yeah. Like, you don't need to get there from anywhere else if you're in that, that, that Boston area or north of that Vermont or Maine. Yeah. It, it's weird. It's coming out of there. But, but, but I'll, as a retailer, I will, I will favor local craft breweries a million times over. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, local local money, man. Yeah. Local money. Yeah. Small town money. To hey, bro, that's what we need. That's the only way we survive. Yeah, yeah when it's different, when you see the people's faces each week too. Right. I mean, when you know where the money's bar, coming from, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, 
that, that's how our business has thrived for almost eight years. Yeah, it's, it's rapport. Yeah, I mean, it's returning it. customers. And, and I'll always favor that. Yeah. Well, speaking of local beers, we got some great divide here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is not local. Hey, local to Colorado, yeah. Yeah, local to Colorado. This is one of my favorite stouts on the planet. It's awesome, this is a man. Imperial style. It's great so divide. good. The first time I had this, I had this. I was just like, I need as much of this as I can possibly get. And then I was told it's not distributed here, and I was really upset about that. <laughs> Are you glad I brought it? I'm look. I'm, <laughs> if you was a girl, I'd kiss you right now. Yeah. Or I'd bite your your face off or something. Oh. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah. You bring it up <laughs> other stuff. Yeah. I see. But, but thank you for bringing this. Like, I do appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. Thank what's, you. Uh, what's funny is that uh, when Zach and I were in Colorado, we bought all this beer. Zach bought all this beer, and we didn't have a way. Seven hundred dollars worth of bottled beer. Yeah. So what we ended up we ended up getting an Uber. And this Uber driver, she was really cool. She drove us to an Office Depot. She opened up the trunk of her car. We went in the Office Depot, bought all the packing supplies, and just started wrapping bottles and bubble wrap in the trunk of her car. Every single bottle made it. I've yeah. never had yeah, that happen. Nothing busted. And, and I could, we couldn't fit the beer in the bag because we had so much edibles flying back with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> that is true. I've, uh, I ate like three of them before the show. <laughs> my first Cause I'm trip, awesome. My first trip to Vermont and that area of Vermont, Boston, uh, Maine, did all that. Uh, uh, my, my now wife uh, took me on her first, I think it was her first anniversary. She's probably. <laughs> Man, I spent, I spent <laughs> so much beer. I love it. And I had so much beer. I ended up loading up one box in our hotel room. It was a 122-pound box. Oh, wow. Jeez. All in one box. I was like, I'm just going to take a chance. And I threw it. Did it make it? Not one bottle. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> That's I impressive like, right there. It showed up. The box was coming open and everything. You were nervous as hell. I was like, oh, God. I spent oh, all this money. I couldn't even lift it up. I mean, I couldn't physically. It was so big and heavy, I couldn't lift it up. Oh, we were I shipped so much Three Floyds back from Ohio. I mean, it had to be like 20 bottles. I think one or two bottles made it. I, not one bottle. I, I, That's amazing. I got so careless. With, I was so tired of wrapping <laughs> Oh, you just started chunking them in there, yeah. And I'm like, this is just going to And then you regretted it the next day. You were like, I know they're going to break. I should have. I know. And I was like, I'm not going to ever see that beer again. I remember just handing each box to the girl at Office Depot, just going like, this isn't going to make it. This isn't going to make it. I was just sweating. Like, we were both sweating just from wrapping all the bottles. But man, she when you was, told me everything was good, I was I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I did the same thing when I went up to Portland, like I had had a, it was a it was a pretty decent sized box. And I wrapped up a bunch of beer and I was just like, man, if <laughs> There's, there's no way this beer is going to make it back without one of these, like, at least two or three of these bottles breaking. When I got home and it came, it, it came in, not a single bottle broke. That's I was, awesome. I was, bo- I was, bo- I had, the, I had three bottles of Firestone Walker Sticky Monkey, and I was like, man, if these break, I'm just going to be crying. And I was 
like, when you guys are mailing beer, what do you tell the FedEx or UPS people that it is when they ask what it is? Cocktail, sir. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I just tell them it's, it's glass where I'm sitting to my sister. Yeah. I, uh, I my- got told this trick to just throw a box of nerds in there yeah. and a bottle of water yeah. so they think it's candy. Yeah. And, like... That's what I've always done. I, I don't do any of that, but I've received stuff from people. I've got, like, uh, Mike and Ike's. Mm-hmm. I've got, like, boxes, pill bottles with, like, pennies in it. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, one of my trade partners, I don't care who he he used to send me boxes of pasta <laughs> beer packages. Wow. Yeah, that's what I think. He bought a full box of pasta. I didn't buy pasta for a long time. <laughs> you were yeah. literally eating the pasta. You were cooking the pasta you were sending me. <laughs> I mean, it's a win-win. You got a twofer. You got a fucking twofer. This guy I deal with at UPS, like, I always say, like, it's barbecue sauce, or I say it's, like, old toys or old video games and stuff like that that I'm trading with people. And this with this guy ended up being, like, a big video game guy. So I was just like, man, it's just old video games. And he was just like, are you sure you don't want to put insurance on this, man? He was just like, those things are expensive. You know? Oh, man, he gets into it. And I'm like, I haven't played a, vi- I haven't played a video game in ages, so he's like, just telling me about Nintendo Switches and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, I just want to mail it. I just want to mail it. Yeah. Yeah, like, he gets into it. So... Man, you gotta be careful with that kind of stuff. That's because I used to tell them that I was mailing old computer parts. Yeah. And there, there was a guy there who was into building computers and stuff, and I was like, Oh, he started getting you on the Commodore Dude, 64 no shit, idea. throwing numbers at you, <laughs> and you're like, Just tell them, tell them you're shipping gun parts. Well, now, now I just say cocktail stuff. Get ATF involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you want to do. Get the ATF involved in it. But you're not supposed to ship alcohol. Yeah, we don't know do this. Hypothetically, yeah, if we were to do it, all for Hollywood, yeah, we yeah. would smuggle it annually. There you go. <laughs> yes. What's Zach said? Well, guys, we are at the end of another ABV podcast. Well, thank you all for, for sitting here with me and uh, drinking some beers. <laughs> Zach and Brandon, thank you all so much. Thank you for bringing the beers. As thank well. you, hey, brother. Thanks for having us, man. Taylor Calandro, thank you, sir. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Big thanks to uh, Nick and Jacob here at Tinder Brewing Company for having us here on the patio and uh, drinking some beers and giving us the space to do the podcast. We appreciate that. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Spotify. And don't forget to uh, get online and buy some apparel from us. Get some uh, ABV podcast shirts. You go to T-Public. That's T-E-E public.com slash user slash upsets apparel. You can go ahead and uh, order you some uh, swag for the ABV podcast. We would definitely appreciate that. You showed your love uh, for us by buying some shirts. We'd kill it. So until next time, I'm your host, Chuck P. Peace.